Thanks so much for joining us today on this special podcast. We have Robin Horton joining us today with Evan, and we are talking about doing good in the neighborhood. That's right. So if it's your first time listening to the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe. Make sure that wherever you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or if you're watching on YouTube, you can get the audio feed on any podcast client. And make sure to leave us a review, five stars if you like it. That helps other people to find it and is a big deal for getting the podcast more visible and easily seen for people. So thanks for listening. Thanks for checking out today's episode. It's a good one, Scott. Yes. We don't just have Robin. No. We try to talk about a funny thing happening in the news each week, and we're talking aliens. Yes. So after Robin's segment, stick around if you want alien talk. Yes. Subscribe today, and thanks so much for listening. I always want to do the yell. You didn't do it. Because it's terrible. I'm not a good at it either. I wouldn't do it either, Scott. Anyway, and we're back. <laughs> hey. Hi. And we have a special guest. We do. We Robin do. Robin Horton. Oh, it's me. It's Yay. you. Thanks for being on the podcast, yeah. Robin. I'm so excited. My the missions pastor. Podcast. Yes. It's exciting. It is. You did have one more that never aired, though. Well, I wasn't going to mention that, Scott, but <laughs> yeah, since you brought it up, and the my reason, feelings were slightly hurt, well, but there was a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, we were literally, the pandemic, it was for the walk for good, and the pandemic hit the next week. Like, everything shut down. Rest in peace, walk yep. for good. So, yes. Yeah. However, people did walk for That's good. That's right. They did. Well, even without the podcast, it's amazing. Well, because we have amazing people. That's it was. Right. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, Robin, we're glad you're here. We would love to talk about some do-good stuff. You are the do-good pastor. Mm. It's missions, right? It's kind of old church term, but yeah, we like the right. updated, fresh version. I do. I like saying I'm over local and global good. That's so mm. like on-brand kind of thing. Ooh, Absolutely. on-brand. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's how she rolls. But Robin, tell us yeah. about you. Tell us about how long you've been at Simple Church, your family. Let's get yeah. to know Robin Horton. Oh, okay. Well, there's a little bit to know. I've been around for a little while, but only on the Simple Church team for a couple years. January 1 was two years for me already. Really? Guys. Whether you like it or not. It's been two <laughs> we whole years, and I've loved it. Of course, I worked with Justin way back in the day, so worked with him Let's see, my daughter's 25, so 25 years. Wow. I started working with Justin back then, but then did a little bit in between working at a previous church and then was working for 410 Bridge, one of our partners at um, the Simple Church, and then jumped on board with the Simple Church here two years ago. So excited to um, continue to do good, love the heart of what the Simple Church is all about and just being the hands and feet of Jesus here locally and around the world. So I've got a husband who is a Bossier City fireman, works a couple other jobs. He's always on the go. So very proud of him. And then three kids, Cassidy, who's 25. She's in her third year of medical school. So she, you can call her Dr. Horton. Dr. Horton. <laughs> Dr. Horton's ER. in house. Dr. Horton, ER. Yes. Um, Carly, who's a senior at Ole Miss, Go Rebels. Almost done. I know. It's still tough it's in our house. Uh-huh. It's, still, it's still tough. My husband still struggles. It's, <laughs> he'll always be a LSU Tiger fan. So, And then Jack, who's 14, who's an eighth grader. Um, and, you know, just all the fun teenage stuff going on there. So all our family lives here local. My mom and dad now do. My sister's been here for a while. All of us are part of the Simple Church. So mm-hmm. it's exciting. It's awesome. In fact, I ran into your parents last night at Tamales. 
They didn't invite me. Oh, they were just there by themselves. I think it was a date night. I got tamales, but date I drove through night. and picked it up last night. I, I oh, had life Wednesday. group at tamales last It was night. Wednesday, nice. so it yeah. was, you know, enchilada special, so That's they're probably mm. catching a good deal. Shout out to tamales. We like tamales. And yes. I've been meaning to tell you, Erin, my sister, got her LSU Health Magazine, and Cassidy was in there featured. She, she sent a picture ooh. of it in our family text. She was. We were like, she's a scholar student. She's got this incredible scholarship from just a very generous former LSU um, health uh, doctor. And so there Cassidy was featured talking about what she loves about what she's doing and then her gratitude for this donor who gave so graciously to people from rural Louisiana. If y'all didn't know, if you live in Houghton or actually in Bossier Parish, it's considered a rural parish. Really? Because of the amount of people and proximity to different things. And so because of our address there in Houghton, she is a rural student and qualified for this scholarship. So super thankful. So Scott, you and I both live in Yeah, rural parish. Rural juror. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I can get a scholarship. <laughs> to medical school? Probably Well, you not. just told us how your genes, you're smart. You you're were smart. saying that. You're doing yeah. some genetic research. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're next, Scott. You're yes. going to be the next one featured. Dr. Odom. <laughs> terrifying. I'll Absolutely pass. terrifying. Depends on what I'll you're pass. a doctor of. That's right. Jordan jumping so on good. there. Jordan, our producer, said that he does not want to be treated by you, Scott. And I can't yeah. blame him. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do, Nate, guys. All right. We're just going to make a, a cut and a slice, and we're going to get in there and get out. We're going to try hard this could it be? Way? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. How hard can it be? You just Not go in measure. there. Just look so it up measure on once, cut, cut twice is exactly. kind of how you would do. Yeah. That's right. Okay. If you nick something, you nick something. Yeah, that'll be fine. There's What's other the, good doctors. It'll grow back. <laughs> What's the Geico commercial? You nervous? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Robin, we want you on to talk about this cool thing you're doing for 2021. Man, 2021. It's already it's already a year, huh? Hey, did you know what? I know we're you won't hear this till next week, but today is the 21st day of the 21st year. Of the 21st century. I didn't know. That. So make it a good day. We are recording this day. on Thursday the 21st. So it's 21, 21, 21. Mm-hmm. And Mark Perkins, wow. one of our listeners, shout yes. out to Mark, sent us a thing about a palindrome. Do you remember that? I'm going to look that up while you're talking for a second. Mm, but yeah. He said that there was like 120, I know 2021. Yeah. Oh, one, two, one. No, wait. That's not a palindrome. That's, that's the same backwards and forwards. And so I it's one, two, one, up palindrome. Let's two, see. one. Here we go. Two. It is something that will, it's a numerical palindrome yesterday that will not occur for a thousand years. One, twenty, twenty, twenty-one. And oh. then reversed oh. is twelve, oh, two, oh, two, one. Neat. It goes both ways. That Thanks, Mark. Is. Wow. Thanks Thank for you, our Mark. Tip. That's right. Mark also sent in, we talked a couple weeks ago about who would play you in a movie. Yes. I think he nailed it. Yeah. Um, Jack, Jack Black. Black. In the Scott Odom Jack story. Black, yeah. but I, we've been watching the little series on Netflix, family series called Mr. Iglesias. I've not seen that. Hmm. Well, Scott, it's the Hispanic version oh, of you. Oh, who, it's, uh, what's his name? Fluffy. Enrique? Is it not Enrique. Enrique. Uh, it's not. <laughs> Julio. I no. can't not go him either. No, it's but Fluffy. But that's his character's name. Maybe. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Only yeah. want to be with Gabriel Iglesias. That's yes, it. that's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, so very much your same yes. mannerisms, he, he tells, body language, it he, was great. He tells me one of my favorite jokes of all time, talking about when he was single and he's like trying to meet a girl and like goes to the club and like, hey girl, you want to dance? And he gets out there and for 30 seconds and he's like, hey, you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's funny. That's good. Oh, see, yeah, that was good. It was just away. like you. That's mm-hmm. right. Nailed it. Anyway. But 2021, Robin, you yes. are doing a 52-week challenge, once a week, something to do good. Talk about what we've already kind of done yeah. and the idea we started three weeks into it. Yes. So, um, you know, just trying to stay positive in 2021. There's a lot of negativity out there, and we can choose to focus on that, or we can choose to focus on the good. And by golly, I'm going to focus on the good. So we are, as a church, just wanting to find ways every single week, small, big, whatever it looks like, to, um, you know, love those around us, love our neighbor. But we're also wanting you guys to get engaged in that. So we don't, it's not just something that the church is going and doing and you guys get to stick your name on it. We want our listeners, we want uh, people who are part of the Simple Church to be uh, engaged, give us their ideas as well. So we've launched off, we started with Giving Blood, Scott and I and Justin. Yes. <laughs> I'm scheduled to do it next week. I had to reschedule mine. <gasps> yeah. oh, give. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Evan. Absolutely. We yeah. have, we know of, beyond us, I know of seven people that because of us mentioning it have gone and then tagged us on social media yeah. or just shared it that they've gone and given blood. Yeah, so, I know of two. So. Oh, well, we let's up our yeah. number. Down there to nine. Yeah. I just did that math in my head. Yeah, and then so. when the staff all go, goes and does it too, it's going to multiply. Yeah. So it's still not too late. Obviously, the need for blood in our community is still desperately. Very desperate. Needed. And those that blood count's very low. So not my blood count, but the, <laughs> Pints. And your personal blood count is okay. My personal blood count, feeling pretty good Okay, today. good. No anemic. Yeah. I need to be, no. hyd- you know, hydrate a little bit more. But we we gave blood um, last week. We focused on um, building s- uh, snack bags. We did a little Build-A-Bag, a little play mm, on the Build-A-Bear. Yep. I think I was the only one that caught that. Oh, I'm I thankful. caught it. Don't yeah. take credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one else said anything. The logo was cute. Was, I thought it was precious. Shout out to Carly, who helped me with that. So we... Um, but build a bag. What that is, if you're not familiar with that, is we um, just fill a big gallon-sized Ziploc bag full of uh, food and snacks for kids who are food insecure in the weekends. It's kind of hard for a lot of us to even think about. I know with I have kids at home, Evan. I know you do too. But that they literally, it's possible that Nora could come home and not have anything to eat on the weekend. Like literally, not just like, oh, there's nothing I like. Like literally not have access to food for, you know, reasons that many of us probably can't understand. But um, what we wanted to do is make sure that the the schools in our area who are serving and loving these kids, they're aware of these situations and we wanted to help them provide for those needs. And so um, we filled snack bags with, what was it? Raviolis and applesauce. Nutrigrain bars, or well, I say Nutrigrain, granola bars and yeah. uh, juice boxes, peanut butter crackers, cereal uh, boxes, cereal. little little individual cereal boxes. Yeah. We packed one thousand five hundred of those. Wow! And distributed it out to uh, multiple schools in Bossier Parish, where they know the needs of the the kids. The counselors there are involved in their lives and are, uh, know that these kids go home and um, don't have access uh, to food on the weekend. Sometimes, um, depending on their circumstances, so the teachers discreetly put those um, snack bags in their backpacks on Friday, so those kids have. Um, something nutritious, something just to fill their be- bellies on the weekends. Um, 
and so that they come back to school on Monday ready to learn. Um, and so it's our way really to partner as much with the schools as it is to make sure the needs of those kids are met. And so we were excited that I think we had 90-some um, people wow. come out to fill the bags. We went to three different um, schools were willing to open up for us on Sunday afternoon, and we pulled in all the supplies, and um, people showed up in a couple of shifts and unloaded everything, packed them on in less than two hours. We were done and had those things boxed up and ready to to drop off to the schools. And by now, every single snack bag has already been delivered to the schools, and mm-hmm. they'll be there and can be used as the um, administration teachers uh, need them here in Bossier Parish. So um, another great thing I love about this is um, we're not the only church doing it. It's There are three or four churches in our community that take care of every single Bossier Parish school. Wow. So I just love that partnership. I love that um, we can be unified around one thing and, and really meet those needs here in our community um, and make sure that none of our kids go hungry on the weekends. So I do have a question just to go back go because back. I'm sure there's some people that... Cause it's a term that I have only heard very, very recently, and that's food insecure. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Food insecure means that there are kids that don't have access or adequate access to food. It may not mean that their pantry is completely empty, but there is either there are reasons that their parents don't have or whoever their caregiver is don't have food, but they're going hungry on the weekend. Hmm. And so it doesn't mean that they're absolutely... Um, starving. starving. It, we're not talking about a developing nation that's been in a drought and they literally have nothing to eat, but um, they don't have access um, or easy access to food too. Some mm. of our, some of the kids, and we have to remember, we are a rural parish. Here we, <laughs> we learned that today. Uh, yeah. And there are areas with um, in our community where, depending on where kids live, that they wouldn't be able to walk to a convenience store or anywhere easy access to to get food. And if for right. whatever reasons their mom or dad don't have transportation, there's lots of reasons why people would be food. And working with Bozier Elementary for years, another thing I'd never thought of is a lot of them don't have refrigerators. They Mm -hmm. can't afford refrigerators or they don't even have electricity. Yeah. And so if you can't store food, you have to go buy it every day. Mm -hmm. You can't transport, take the bus, get there and do that. And then if you do have a convenience store but not a grocery store, I mean, the prices are jacked up. Yeah. Exactly. And the food you're getting at a convenience store is not exactly nutritious. Right. 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 And, yeah, that's a um, great point, too, with the access to, you know, may not have electricity or um, at that time. It doesn't mean they don't ever have it, but if it's off or whatever, that's when we make sure everything we put in those bags, too, is easy to open, has a pop top if it's a can, um, doesn't require refrigeration, anything like that, so that it can be that's used at any, any time, so it won't spoil. This blows my mind. In our backyard. Yeah, in yeah. Our which backyard. When I went, to, I went to a school in... Um, Princeton and Houghton yesterday delivered boxes to both of them, emptied out the box truck. But uh, and you wouldn't believe it, but just getting to the, some of those schools, the houses and stuff that I passed, I mean, there is some some very very poor people in this area that are and and who knows why they're in that spot or whatever. But you wouldn't believe it. I'm talking about like just you know poor and they need all the help they can get. So it's just incredible. And mm-hmm. they're they're 
right down the road from a school. Yeah. Yeah. And free and reduced lunch. I mean, people might criticize or say, do they really need your kids to take advantage of the system? But a lot of them, that is the only Mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables. (laughs) I mean, we joke about it with ours. Like, oh, Nora doesn't like this. A five-year-old in kindergarten. But for a lot of them, it's the only exposure they get to fresh fruit, vegetables. And they are trying to be more nutritious. And there was a big push for that a couple years ago. Yeah. But it is something that they get those meals, breakfast and lunch, and they're able to go because they don't have it at home. (laughs) They don't cook that. That hurts my heart. Yeah. And and ultimately, we can all have our opinions on why these kids don't have food or, you know, what the right response is. But... You know, Jesus tells us to take care of those who are hungry and to feed those who are thirsty. And I just, you know, it's not the child's fault that they don't have Mm. what they don't have. And so I just love the heart of the Simple Church. I love that, you know, we did have 96, 97 people come out and and, um, fill these bags. I think there were a lot of other people that wanted to come. We just only had a limited spot. We were only going to have so many people in those enclosed spaces doing that. But we had so many givers. We asked for $5 um, to fill two bags, um, and we exceeded our goal. We needed about $4,000. I think we ended up having closer to five. So all the money that we got went directly to pay for those items, and then anything left over will go towards our next Do Good project. So, um, But it was crazy on Sunday just watch as people gave and, little five, ten, twenty five dollar donations added up so quickly. And so hundreds of you are a part of that. Um also so we're just really thankful for how everybody jumped on and did a little good this past week. I so. like it. Be a part of it. No, that's awesome. And that's a big deal. And I think that's another thing that you've done really well in the church we've tried to do is partner with the people that are already doing it. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it's not like, hey, we're going to create a simple church food pantry and we're going to have our own stuff and come to us. But you really are going around and saying this school, what do you need? Mm-hmm. We have people like Spud, Mr. Yeah. Spud, that goes into the Houghton and says, what can we do to help you? And it's mm-hmm. not our terms and you have to jump through our hoops to get what you want, but you really are looking in our community in Treeport Bossier and around the world to say, what can we do to help what you're already doing? Absolutely. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We just want to walk alongside um, walk alongside those who are already... I like that. I'm sorry. Doing well. <laughs> it's struck, yeah. Scott. I like that. Yeah, we don't... I mean, there's no need for us to... We're not an expert in um, meeting the needs of kids. We're not an expert in how to love the homeless. We're not an expert, but we have experts in our community. So it only makes sense for us to jump on board with what they're doing and and to support that their work that they're doing. That's what I love about Common Ground. Um, you know, they have developed a program to reach kids in their community. And we certainly don't know the ins and outs of that. We're just going to trust them and, and support them financially with volunteers um, in any way that we can to support the work that they've been called to do. So, And they want our help. I mean, just like with Spud yesterday, the schools weren't like, oh, great, there's those people again. I mean, they were excited to see Spud. The kids knew who he was. They were excited. Everybody yeah, it's like, yeah, so it's not like, you know, people are like, oh, gosh, there's the church people again. <laughs> I mean, they're just, they're so thankful that we're there. And I think that's that's another that's important point. part, yeah, because they're just like, oh, thank goodness you're here. Yes, we need this. So not a negative experience at all. The reputation we strive for. Yeah. That's, that's good. right. That's right. So, so do you have any stories, Robin, from the food bags or talking about that? I know Scott has something that he had talked about. Oh, yes. yeah. No, go ahead, Scott, and tell, and I can just tell a couple of anecdotes that I heard. Well, it's just, it's, so I go to Sam's for the office fairly often. We do, um, 
Oh, click and pull basically at Sam's, and there is a you know it's generally the same woman every time, and she actually her kid was blessed by our food bags uh, last year, mm. and so she knows exactly like when I pulled up, she knew why I was there because she says you fed my kids before. Wow. Yeah, and but and so like and she's gotten better now, but there was a time where she's working full time. She's a single mom. And it's not of any other reason that she just wasn't making enough money, that mm-hmm. she couldn't really afford it. Now she's moved up in Sam's, and so she's now making more money, and she, it's not as bad as it was. But she was overwhelming to the point she's in tears because mm-hmm. she knows why we're there to get that food. So you never know who in the community, who it's helping. I mean, this is just a woman that has always, you know, she's just there working at Sam's, and she's the click-and-pull lady. Right. But here we are. We fed her kid at a school last year, and it, it it put her in tears when I was picking up the food. So Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I love those firsthand stories. I know we've heard from teachers um, in the past, and Spud has lots of stories on the, you know, the stories of kids who um, really have the impact it's been on a teacher that they've been able to have that resource to send home. Yeah. But I loved this past weekend just seeing families. I think the beauty of what happened this past weekend was families that came to serve together from writing on, we wrote on every single Ziploc um, at our location, every bag, just reminding kids that they are loved, that they're, um, you know, that they are awesome, have a great weekend, whatever it is. But we had one student, I think, Evan, you interviewed her a little bit, just who went above and beyond and just pouring her heart out and just using encouraging words to um, remind these kids how valuable they are and and that they're loved. So I love that part of it. We had other people talk about their experience in other parts of the country and and seeing um, how they've been a part of doing a food bag in other places, but it had been a problem solved not by the church and how much she loved that the church was solving that problem mm. rather than relying on the government to, to solve that problem. So I loved hearing that. Step in. No, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So, Robin, going forward, we want people engaged. What you talked about at the beginning. Yeah. How do we have people if give ideas, or if you're with an organization mm-hmm. or no organization that we can help? What's the best way to do that? Yeah, there's a couple of ways. If you want to just stay engaged with what we're doing for the 52 weeks, you can. Um, uh, we'll do text updates. We're about to start launch an email every week about just giving you do good updates on what we're doing, but what our partners are doing as well. Kind of share about. All of that. So if you want to be included on that, text do good to 77222. Do good, all one word. I think it's all lowercase. Does that matter? Case doesn't matter. I don't doesn't think so. Case, good. Okay. So do good, 77222, and we'll put you on um, our text updates for that. But in our 52 weeks of doing good, we've got several things lined out here for the next few weeks, and we'll be talking about that coming up. However, we, you know, there's 52 weeks. We want your ideas. Um, so email us at dogoodatthesimplechurch.tv and um, share an idea that you have, whether it's um, like Eli's idea of find an area and let's go pick up trash, or you've got uh, a neighbor, you've got some work that you think can be done, or you just want to share what story that you, how you did good. We want to capture that too. We don't want it all to be driven by us, but we want you guys to to help drive it. You guys um, are a part of who we are, and we want you to help lead us through these 52 weeks. So share your ideas. Do good at the Simple Church. And we'll put those in the show notes. So if you're listening to the podcast, you can go through and click it and send an email directly and put it there. I didn't even know we had show notes. This is really perfect. We've stepped up our game. 
Yes. Wow. I know it I listen be... to something. If you're driving in the yeah. car, you're like, what was that email? So go back right. and check it out. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So we do have stuff coming up. We'll be um, working with Shreveport Rescue Mission next week, trying to love on them, encourage their staff. They've been through a lot here lately with COVID. Um, and so we are going to encourage them next week with just handwritten notes, um, just kind of flood their staff and their residents uh, with some much needed encouragement. That's awesome. And Valentine's Day is a big thing we've got cooking Oh up. my goodness. Hospital Hope is a huge thing and we will need everybody to participate in that. Whether you live here or you don't, we want you to be engaged in how we are going to love all seven hospitals in this area. Um, we're going to feed them all that day. We're going to um, give away tons of prizes. So we need lots of engagement, whether it be prizes, people to show up to help prepare the food, um, serve, um, collect drinks, all kinds of things. There'll be lots um, more coming on that. And that's something you're wanting to do or interested in. Make sure you email Robin and sign up for yep. the text. And if you're listening somewhere else, this inspires you to do good. Robin can help you yes. tell you what we're Absolutely. doing and get that I'd information. Happy to share that. Yeah, yeah. There's people in Hawaii that, Hawaii. that Amy listen. Lawson. So you can do it anywhere. Literally, you can do good anywhere. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So. Robin, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Thank you. Enjoyed we are going to go into another segment about yes. aliens, but I think you're bouncing out. Yes. I'm bouncing yeah. out. I got to go uh, love on the police officer over in Shreveport. Mm, do so good right now. Heading there. Yep. All right. Fun. Thanks, Robin. Thanks. All right, Scott. Robin's yes. gone because now we got to yeah. get to And thank you, stuff. Robin, by the way. She did great. Yeah, she did. Absolutely. But this, Scott, is something that I think you personally are invested in. I'm already smiling. We're talking about aliens. <laughs> Scott, yes. tell me your thoughts on aliens. I think they're real. All right. Yeah. I mean, Look, maybe I'm crazy, but the the universe and space, I mean, that's a lot. It's a big place. Yeah. Who's to say they're not out there? I'm a skeptic. I would go ahead and say I'm skeptical, but it has been a weird year in the news for aliens. Yes. Because COVID is kind of covering up some things that have come out. Have you watched the released footage from the U.S. Navy of yes, the ships? Yes, I have. There's a video. Yes. Jordan, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Help me remember. If you've not watched this video, this is an official video yes. from the Navy that the they released. United States Navy. <laughs> what other country? Would? I don't know. The Uzbekistan Navy. <laughs> Uzbekistan. The Scandinavian Navy. Yeah. yeah. The Uzbekistan Norway. Navy is landlocked. Uh, it's awesome if they have a navy. That's it's right. One boat. <laughs> one guy. <laughs> thank you. Thank and if you. you're listening in, Uzbek- in, in Uzbekistan, thank you. Thank you. That's right. But yeah. the U.S. Navy yes. released this footage of unknown ship, two pilots flying around that come out, and people have talked yeah. about it. There's all these conspiracy theorists, right? And there's one show, I think it's called UFO Hunters on History Channel. Have yes. you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I have. And also there's UFO History on the History Channel with the guy with the crazy hair. Yes. Aliens. <laughs> Reminds me of, uh, of uh, like, it's a mix between Doc... From uh, Back to the Future and Don King. Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. Mm, I can see yeah. that. That's right. But one of the guys featured on UFO Hunters is a guy named John Greenwald Jr. I'll make sure I get his name right. Mm. And he is known for running the website The Black Vault. Have you ever heard of The Black Vault? <laughs> Me neither. No. So Greenwald is somebody that is looking for aliens, and he has sent over 10,000 Freedom of Information Act requests over the last 20 years to try to get government documents about aliens. What? (laughs) 10,000. But, okay, okay, hold on, pause. How does he make money? Like, if he's doing that much, like, what is he doing? He has books, he has a podcast, and his website, The Black Vault, are all part of this alien hunting investigation. It's his passion, Scott. And he scored a major win in December. Oh, did he? That's right. You might have heard there was a COVID relief bill. That yes. made national news, right? Yeah. 
what was not included in most news sources in the 5,600 pages of documentation. There was an article thrown in that requires the CIA to release classified alien files that he petitioned his congressman to get in there and was made it through the bill. Oh, my God! So the CIA had six months from December 20th to testify before Congress and declassify alien documents. So somebody at the CIA decided to send the information to John Greenwald Jr. ahead of time. He got a major victory, and he got a win. But, Scott, I want you to look at your phone because I sent you a picture. In the modern world, most young people probably don't know this. You couldn't just send stuff by email or by Dropbox or cloud service. The CIA burned a CD-ROM with 2,600 documents and mailed it to John Greenwald Jr. Because they are so petty and mad that he has sent all these things to bother them all these years. Oh, my gosh. So, Jordan, we're going to make sure we put a picture of this on the video here. It even says... Unclassified, approved for release. That is the legal files that the CIA sent his. And it company. has a little picture of a UFO and a, and like in black and white. It looks like it. a burn CD I made yeah. in like 2004. <laughs> this does not make me feel good about the CIA. I think they did it out of spite. I, I think hope they really they did. did it because this guy has been a thorn in their side and he actually got the government to release all these documents. Wow. And if you want to read them, they're all available on his website. It's some weird stuff. I didn't read all of them, yeah. but it talks about Russian um, towns and villages that had experiences with aliens. Yeah, I've, I've, I've read up on some of that stuff. Like there's a place in the forest that weird stuff happens. It's pretty interesting. But yeah. my favorite thing about this is just somebody at the CIA is like, we still have that CD burner in the back. <laughs> like... Hey, uh, Mike, that's, that's that Griswold guy again. He wants the Greenwald. stupid the Greenwald. <laughs> he just wants the, all right, I think I got this image. And then I can just picture them laughing like, okay, Having fun. all right, fine. Good luck. Here you go. And the other thing is they didn't send it like in a Word document. They made him images so he couldn't copy and paste the text for his website. Huh. So he transposed all 2,600 documents oh and had to go gosh. through and put them up on his website. So that is too much them. work. That's dedication. He is that dedicated is to finding the truth, Scott. The truth is out there. Well, here's the thing, though. And here's my thoughts on aliens. Mm. I'm not going to say, like, I think they're out there, but that's not saying that they're visiting Earth. Because I kind of agree with what Stephen Hawking said about aliens. Oh, all right. Which he said, you better hope aliens aren't visiting. Because... The only reason they'd visit. Is to take our resources. Because he said, if you think about animals and even humans, the only reason why we are looking at space and the reason why we began looking at space to begin with... And if you go back into the space program, was to look for another place for us to go to in case our planet fails. So he's saying if an aliens are visiting us, it ain't good. That they're looking for our, to take our resources, or they're coming for a new home. Do, do, do. Yeah. So not they're not coming to be take me to our leader. They don't want to just hang Wait, out. <laughs> that was a. I'm sorry if you're Hispanic. I just made the alien Hispanic. I apologize. You don't know what their accent could be. <laughs> there you go. But, Scott, that's what I got for you today. Yeah, Look up like the it. Black Vault if you're Black interested Vault. in aliens. Yeah. Let us know if you believe in aliens. You yes. can email us. At scott at thesimplechurch.tv. Because we're not sure if podcast at thesimplechurch.tv works. There's so. a way we can make sure that does yeah. <laughs> confirm that. Yeah, we need to do that. But you can email me. That's I right. like emails. I don't get a lot. So there, there you, you go. go. Or yeah. follow on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram and Facebook. I think you should post this picture on there. Yes, I should. I need to. That'd be good. I'm terrible at social media. That's all right. And I'm, and to the listener, I apologize. I'm looking right at the camera right now. I apologize for being terrible mm. at social media. 
I'll get better. And on that note, Scott, have a great day. Happy January. Yeah, happy 21-21-21. That's right. Mm. <laughs> or actually, it'd be o o one two one two one two oh two one something like sounds that. like binary. All right, bye. <laughs> Showed my nerdy. <laughs>Thanks so much for joining us on this wonderful episode. We talked to Robin, and she gave us a lot of good information on doing good, both locally and globally. And we had a little alien talk, and I had a lot of fun. That's some weird stuff, Scott. Very weird. Uh, look up that CD. I will. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But if you make sure you've not subscribed, subscribe to never miss an episode. We have a new episode every Wednesday. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Simple Church, and you can get the videos. And, Scott, if they leave us a five-star review that helps people to find it, it's a big deal, and we hope they would go to do that. Share it with your friends. Let us know and follow us on Instagram, Backstage Podcast. Yes, Backstage at The Simple Church Podcast. I think. You looked confused, but you can find it. We'll put it in the show notes. That's right. Click on there if you want that, as well as more information about doing good. You can email Robin at thesimplechurch.tv and sign up for text message updates. Yes, and also, once again, if you have any topic that you want to hear discussed on the podcast, or if you just have or want some more information from us, just email me directly at scott at thesimplechurch.tv. Scott with two T's. Yes, double T. Thanks so much for listening. Subscribe today. Have a great week.